Welcome to the laundry hour. Did you guys have a great weekend? I really hope you did. Were you able to sneak away and get some time to read Proverbs 31? I really hope you got to do that too. But if you didn't, don't worry. We'll get some scripture in in our time together anyway. Are you excited? I hope you're excited. Okay, let's go. One thing I like to do is read a book of the Bible that has as many chapters as the days of that month. So I can read one chapter a day. I started this year with the book of Proverbs. I love thinking about wisdom, thinking about how God has given us practical tools for building our life and succeeding at it. But one thing I noticed while I was reading it this time that I hadn't noticed before is that there are three different type of women that is talked about in Proverbs. You've got the adulteress or forbidden woman. You've got the quarrelsome wife. And you've got the Proverbs 31 wife. Hmm. How do the first two women tear down their home by their unfaithfulness and their nagging spirit? Boom. I know I just dropped two large things on you, but let's just walk through that. We can think about the adulterous woman very quickly. One, she's not called a wife. She's the person that is lying in wait for the other men. Um, And even if we are not the woman that is behaving that way, I think it's important to notice that she's unfaithful and causing others to be unfaithful. We can do that with our bodies, but we can also do that with our lives. Faithfulness is is an umbrella term. Um, Our sexual faithfulness is just one aspect of that. Is there a way that we're not being faithful to our husband in the way that we are not cleaning our homes or not helping him accomplish what God has called him to do or not training our children properly? Absolutely. Let's really think about that. Let's not just say, oh, I'm not adulterous um, or I'm not being unfaithful to my husband. That's not me. Um, let's look at the, the real cause of that word. Is there anything that we could be doing in our life that could be um, taking people away from what God has called them to do? Now that, I think, can apply to every single woman. But let's keep looking. The quarrelsome wife. Now that woman is called a wife. But um, there are a few scriptures where it's just like, it's better to, to live in a house alone than to be in a house with a quarrelsome wife. Whoa. Better to be alone than to be with a quarrelsome wife. I do not want to be characterized as a quarrelsome wife. Do you? I bet you don't. Man. Does anyone like to be nagged? Anybody? No. I'm sure when we were all children and our moms or dads were like, clean up your room, clean up your room, clean up your room. We were like, mom, stop it. (laughs) Right? Gosh, why can't you just leave me alone? Hmm. There's something about that quarrelsome, that nagging, that fighting spirit that doesn't allow for peace to be built. It just causes more stress. Stress, excuse me. God gave the man the job to work and provide and go out and do those things. And as we are stay-at-home moms, we don't go out and do that same type of work. And when they come home, 
they want their home to be a place where they can where they can relax, where they can be recharged, where they can be loved and served. And that is not a bad thing. That is um, a beautiful gift that God has given us to be the home that our husbands can come to and just feel peace and love and joy rather than stress and anger and frustration. Now, we've got that Proverbs 31 wife. And how does she build her home? I think she built her home in three different ways. With her heart, with her actions, and with her words. And when she builds those, builds her home with those three things, it results in her children calling her blessed and her husband's heart trusting in her. A husband can't and won't trust someone who's unfaithful and nags him. That doesn't cause, that doesn't build trust, nor does that build peace. We want to build homes that are full of trust and peace. And we want our children to feel blessed when they um, come into the home and, and blessed when they invite people into their home, right? So what, how does she build her home with her heart? One, she loves the Lord. Oh, and she fears the Lord. And her fear of the Lord causes her to give to the poor. Her fear of the Lord causes her to take care of her home very well. And the second thing, how does she build her home? She builds it with her actions. She takes care of the needs of her home. When that, whether that's food, whether that's clothes, whether, whether that's money, whether that's working inside of the home or outside of the home, she takes care of it. She wakes up early. She's not idle. Um, she thinks about all of those needs. She's thinking about the future. She's taking care of her home so her home doesn't have to think about those things. Her husband can come home from work and not have to think about working again, if that makes sense, why, when he comes home. Or the kids just can, can come home and, and eat and play and enjoy and learn and grow without having to think about, I don't have, I don't have. Yeah? But then also, she takes care of the needs of her home also by her words. Her wisdom and her kindness is on her tongue. It's really important how we speak just as much as it's important what we say. Proverbs is so, 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 so big on our words and the kindness and the gentleness um, that we speak, but also the truth and the wisdom that we speak. And that truth and that kindness also comes from our love of the Lord, too. The role of the wife is to help, to respect, and to submit. And as women, we carry things and we also make things come to life. Yes, physically we do that, but we also have a beautiful ability to do that with whatever we've been given, with our home, with a house, excuse me. We can make that into a home. With these children, we can make them into adults, you know? We have this ability to, to create life, life that is full of joy and, and pleasure and peace. Life, we can create that. Or we can tear it down and create frustration and fighting and bitterness and quarreling through our words, through our inactivity, or through our love of other things that are not the Lord. In our lives, let us reflect God. 
we were given the great ability to reflect the Holy Spirit as the helper. We're also given the great ability and the responsibility to reflect the church as the wife. And as the wife of our husbands, we also reflect them. You know, Proverbs 31 wife, um, she, she makes her husband look good, kind of, <laughs> um, at the gates. It's verse 23. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders in the land because of what she's done and how she takes care, too. We, we have an extraordinary responsibility. Again, not ordinary work. Totally worth it work, ladies. You've got an amazing job. Don't ever take it lightly. Don't think that what you do is not important. It totally is. Can I pray? Lord, I thank you so much for who you are. I thank you for your word and how you give us wisdom and how you teach us to build our homes and how you've created us to be these life-giving beings. Thank you for the opportunity to love you and know you. Thank you for the opportunity to take care of our homes um, and bring peace and joy and love and life to every situation inside of our home, outside of our home, when we work in our home, when we work outside of our home. God, thank you for wisdom and thank you for the, the power that we have in what we say and how we say things. Lord, let what we say build up our husband so that he would trust in us. Um, that he would know that our desire is to only do him good. Lord, um, for our words and how we speak to our children and, and build them up and empower them to be um, God-fearing adults, Lord, I ask that they would call us blessed and they would see us um, as true examples um, of who you are and how to walk with you especially us women with our girl children. Um, they're really looking at us as, to, as examples of what it means and what it looks like to be women. Um, Lord, let us be um, true women that you have designed us to be um, examples um, of the Holy Spirit, examples of the church um, for them. Thank you again for an amazing job. Thank you for empowering us to do that job well um, and in our faithful obedience. Lord, I pray that you would be pleased. We thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you, ladies. I'm still waiting for people to comment and share. Um, what are you going through? How are you feeling? What, what's even a topic you want to talk about next? I'd love to share that as well. Um, if not, on Wednesday, we will be talking about the physical aspect of building our home and hospitality in minimalism. I don't know if that's anything you guys are interested in, but I want to share how I b truly believe that minimalism is biblical. Um, but then also this concept of HUGA, H-Y-G-G-E. Look it up um, so we can all talk about it and what that means and how we can truly create a home that is full of togetherness and um, the things that really matter um, and loving others. So I'm excited. Subscribe, share, comment. Can't wait to talk to you guys on Wednesday. Have a great one.